Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Pod, number 112 in the series. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. FXR Racing used by this gentleman on the line. Use Publimex30 uh, code to save at FXRRacing.com. They support the sport with a number of privateer heroes out there, and FXR Racing's got great gear. Filthy Phil Nicoletti used it, of course, to win the Canadian Supercross Championship. And, uh, yeah, like I said, this guy on the line uses it as well, along with numerous other racers. Thank you, Racetech, as well. Pulp19 is the code to save with Racetech. Uh, get your motors done. Get your suspension done. And uh, save with the folks at Racetech. They've uh, a big part of that Chaparral Honda team with uh, NFXR team with uh, Blos, Robin, soon to be Ben LeMay as well. So please check them out. Racetech and get your motor work done. Get your uh, engine work done and uh, get it repaired, get it modified. And they've done great work with suspension over the years, of course. Brought to you by Firepower. Uh, we're over 50 years' experience in industry. Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. Firepower's office chains made in Japan. Featherlight lithium batteries and oil to stand the test of any power sports vehicle. Firepowerparts.com. Thank you, Maxis, as well. A-Ray using Maxis out there to hook up and make some main events. And we want to thank the folks at Namira Technologies as well. Uh, top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend. Namira.com. With me on the line, a guy that's been factory, a guy that's been privateer, a guy that's gone bounce, bounce back to a team. And now this year, a straight privateer hero, Kyle Chisholm. What's up, Chiz? How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Thanks for sticking for that intro, by the way. It's super long, but FXR, FXR and Firepower are on your program. so That's, that's right. It's good. That's good. They're supporting the show, so how, that's good. How'd you get hooked up with Andy at FXR? How'd that happen? I didn't know if you knew him before um, or not. Yeah, so, like, I've not known him well, but I knew Andy back, like, when I raced Canadian Nationals before oh. I turned pro here. Oh, okay. Like oh, yeah, yeah, sure. He worked with the, K the KTM team up there. Right. So And Michael Willard was like their guy and me and him battled um those couple of years that I raced up there. So I was like Andy's, you know, nemesis or whatever whatever you want to call it. Like he was, you know, working for the team, the guy, you know, me and Michael battled every weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, Andy was like the other I think he was team manager yeah, yeah. Whatever. yeah. And uh yeah, so I was trying to be this guy every weekend. Uh no Andy's a cool guy and um first year with F X R and man, they've been awesome. Uh, Brad um, which he works in FXR as well, who I kind of talked to a little bit more than, say, like Andy. Uh -huh. um, he used to be at EVS, yeah. um, which, you know, that's how I met him. And he moved over there. We got to talk to him, you know, kind of some of my plans were. And kind of, then, obviously, we talked with Andy, kind of put a little deal together for me because it was super late. So last minute, kind of get things going for my program. And um, so it's cool just like I said, work with people that you know. Uh, with Brad, and obviously I've known Andy all the time. Yeah. Never worked with him, but, um, and then the gear, man, I was super surprised with the gear. Not like going into like insult versus sell the gear, but like, I was pretty pumped when I got the gear. Um, I've worn a lot of gear, obviously, over the years. And man, like, honestly, like the fit, obviously it looks cool, I think. Um, but like the fit and the quality of it was, probably, I hate to say it, but probably better than I had expected it to be. Because, mm -hmm. you know, they're still, I don't know how young of a company they are. I think they've been around a long time, but they're not like, I don't think, considered maybe like a high-end brand. Yeah. But gosh, dude, like, I've worked, you know, high-end, you know, quote-unquote brands, and, man, I would put it up there with the best, you know, yeah. fit and quality of the list. And, yeah, they've come a long way. They, they, they're they yeah. really well done. It looks really good and all of that now, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they've done well over the years with a lot of riders. So, um, yeah. 
Look, we make jokes about fantasy all the time with you. Chiz is going to Chiz. Um, and, you know, you, you missed the race with injury. You came back to Oakland. You didn't ride the first practice. Second practice wasn't great either. So you got one practice in, puts it in the main event, and then a guy like A-Ray, who's uh, made almost every main but one, told me he's catching you in the main event, and then late you, later on you just moto away from him. And, and like, like you're just a veteran. You're just solid, Chiz. You just know what to do. You know when to do it. It's it's you've been racing so many of these things. Uh, so hats off for you for your ride. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was a rough, a rough one in Oakland. Obviously, I missed Glendale right before, just from the crash at A two. Mm-hmm. So definitely a couple rough couple weeks. But um, I rode like one day, you know, just to make sure I was good. And so not a lot of riding. Definitely a little bit rusty. You know, it's hard. Like people that listen that. You know, maybe just ride for fun or whatever. Like, Supercross is hard. Like, I always see comments of people saying, like, oh, guys should just not practice or not, you know, take two weeks off before Anaheim so you don't get hurt. And I'm like, <laughs> they don't understand. Like, in Supercross, your timing has to be so, like, on point. To go fast, you know, to, to do what we're doing. Dude, you got to practice. you got to ride. And, you know, if, if you don't, you get rusty quick. You know, in just a week or two, you kind of lose that little edge. And, we're all so close, and all the guys are so good nowadays that, gosh, you gotta be, you gotta be on it. So yeah, so it was a rough couple of weeks, yeah. riding basically one day, and then we get to Oakland, and at A two, the the launch mode like uh, button, you know, the on the new Yamaha, the, the right side one, yeah, not the map switch, but the other one, yeah, the start, it's, it's a start, it's a start mode, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was sitting on the gate, and it kind of flashed on and off by itself because. Um, in Supercross and the Great, I don't use the, the the start mode button, but it like so I didn't even touch it. But it went on and off a couple of times. So I was like, "That's weird." But I'm like, "Well, fuck it, I gotta go race." Yeah. So I took off, race. It it was fine riding, and obviously I had to crash at the end of the heat race, bang my shoulder up and ribs and all that stuff. So that ended my night, and the bike was fine though. It, it did that weird thing on the gate, and then I missed the next week. Um, we got the bike looked at, you know, like while I was out this, you know, for that week, that weekend, so two weeks. Nobody could find anything wrong with it. Went to Oakland. It was good going through sound on Friday. Yep. It was good Saturday morning. Went down for the first practice. It was fine. Um, I was in the B group because I missed the last couple of races. Yeah. So I'm watching the A guys go back to my bike, go to start it, and that light's on, so it won't let the bike start. It, you know, puts it in like a diesel mode or whatever. So. I got none of the free practice. We had to push the bike. You know how steep the tunnel is in Oakland. Me and my dad had to push the bike out of there, push it all the way back to the pits. Uh, Jim Perry, you know, the, the, from Yamaha, yeah. was there. He saw it, and he radioed back to his guys, which was you know, cool of them, of Yamaha. Radioed back to the guys at the truck, told them we were going to be coming back there, and they literally got, like, right on it. And there's not a lot of time between the free practice and the free no. practice. So they're like, looking at everything, like just trying to inspect it, see if they could find something. Couldn't find it. They disconnected the buttons. And they're like, hey, just go try it. And I'm like, okay. I ran around the bits, and it kind of did it again. It kind of cut out. It started. Yeah. So that, that was good. But it kind of did what it did in Anaheim. It kind of, like, cut out a little bit. So I'm like, dude, I don't want to go ride it and then cut out on a jump. So they had Hunch, one of the Yamaha guys, go down with, like, his app open so they could kind of see the diagnostic on the bike. Yeah. And he stood down there during the deep practice, um, the first time one, and I literally just rolled around the track, like didn't even really jump anything. Yeah. And because I didn't want it to cut out, so I'm just like, just ride, you know, for five minutes and see if it does anything. 
and nothing came up. It ran fine. So we're like, okay. So I kind of just like, I literally, I think did like two laps and I didn't even triple the rhythms or anything uh-huh. and just kind of went around the track just to get a time in. But we went back and they're like, Hey, let's just change all the electrical out just to be safe. So we went back to Yamaha um, after our practice. They tore my bike apart. My dad was kind of sitting there helping, but tore the bike apart, new wire harness, just replaced everything just to be safe. Yeah. And the bike was good. Good old night. It was good. This week riding and, and all that. So they think it might have been kind of a freak yeah. deal, something maybe in the harness, something small that was just kind of acting up because it wasn't even doing it all the time. Just a couple times that yeah. it happened. So. Yeah. It was a rough start to Oakland, but, you know, got get in out of the heat race and in, in the main and didn't ride my best. But like I said, for not riding a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. limited time on the track, it's, it's, it's decent. It's, so. uh, it's your shoulder that you hurt? My shoulder, my ribs. I, I whacked my head pretty good too. Did you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, and I felt I, I probably got a road uh, Phoenix, but I'm like, I was sore and just with my head. I'm like, you know, I just want to make. I, and I was pretty good. I think I would have been fine to go, but I didn't even, I didn't even try to do like, you know, they're gonna make me do the concussion yeah. test and impact test just to clear me, which I did. I do that before Oakland, but I normally. You know, five years ago, I've been like, when can I take the test? I need to take it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I just I do something stupid and go out and crash because I'm not ready. Yeah. You know, even if I think I am and then be out longer, I'm like, I'd rest up, get a week, let's come back, you know, ready to go. So, um, yeah, I had a, a nothing major. I had a minor separation of my shoulder. Long. I was coughing up blood in the Medicaid. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. took me in an ambulance to the hospital, and yep. nothing was punctured or collapsed or anything like that. Just bruised, and that's what they said the blood was from. So oh, jeez. They did scan. Everything checked out good. I just beat up my whole left side. It's yeah. still sore, but Is it, it, yeah. it's all good. Um, yeah. yeah um, look, full privateer this year. You rode for HEP yep. last year. Um, why'd you choose a Yamaha? Why'd you? Wh- what happened with that? Why'd you want to do that? So, in 2018, you know, when the, the 450, like, newer generation, yep. you know, that kind of came out. Um, for those that don't remember, I was riding for 5150 Yamaha team, but on the 250 on the West Coast. Yep. So that was my deal. But, you know, obviously being a 450 guy most of my career, I wanted to do some East Coast stuff. So that team was cool. They got me a 450, you know, a 2018 bike. And I did, like, I think five or six East Coast races during the boats in the West. And when I got on the bike, I'm like – and, and to be honest, I, you got to know, I've always loved I've rode Yamaha probably the most of any other bike yeah. throughout my career and uh, pro career. And I always, I've always loved the bike. You know, 2010 when the backwards engine and all that first came out was one of my best years. 2011 was good. You know, I got hurt. And, um, I've always loved the Yamaha, like each generation of the bike that's come out. I even rode 09, you know, when I was on Sam yeah. Well. And yeah. I've, I've really... I always just gelled well with the bike. It just kind of fits, you know, does what I like, what I want the bike to do. Uh-huh. And um, so when I rode the bike in 18, I really, I, the five or six races I got to do, I really liked it. I was really, of all the Yamaha's I had rid, ridden all the generations, I was like, holy cow, this thing's really good. So 2019, I was going to have on the Suzuki, um, just, you know, decent deal for me and better than doing something on my own, you know, yeah. at the time. So this year, Things didn't work out to be that. It was supposed to, thought it would, kind of last minute, really late, you know, almost Thanksgiving time. It kind of fell apart and didn't, didn't come through like we thought it was. Um, so for me, the first thing I thought was, okay, what bike am I going to ride? What can I get the most support on? 
blah, blah, blah. Probably could have got more support on a different brand, you know, maybe right initially. But for me, the, the bigger factor was what bike can I get on that doesn't need a lot of work done to it that I like because I only have, you know, three or four weeks. By the time I get bikes, it's going to be like, you know, maybe three weeks at best before Anaheim. Yeah. So I'm like, what, what can I ride? And for the people listening, like, I'm, I know some local dealers and a lot of the OEM people who I can kind of make a deal work, whatever bike I want. So I kind of got a Honda, kind of got a Cali, um, kind of stayed on Suzuki. Yep. Um, and I was really close to, to doing the Honda thing. Um, I have a good dealer that's near me that's helped me in the past. Um, and I rode a bike, rode a Honda. The bike was really good. It was fast. I felt like it would have been good. But I kept going back to that 2018, and I've always liked the Yamaha, and I'm like, gosh, I, I feel like, and I've heard the 2020 was even better. I'm like, well, shoot, if it's better than the 18, I'm like, I already have yeah. some settings from 18. And I'm like, man, I just feel like that's a bike that I know I like. You know, the Honda would take, like, I didn't have settings for it. I'd have, yep. you know, yep. have a lot of learning to do, and I wouldn't have a lot of time. So I'm like, I already had settings from the 18 that I could start with. Um, I know I like the brake. If the 20 is any better, then that's just a bonus. So for me, it just kind of came down to what's the best bike that needs not a lot of work for me to go be competitive on, and it's something that I know I'm going to be comfortable on. And for me, it was pretty – like I said, I tried the Honda, but it was pretty much a no-brainer. Yeah. I, I went with the Yamaha without even riding the new one. Yeah, yeah. So wow. It's yeah. pretty good, huh? It's pretty pretty yeah, good. Gosh, dude. And again, I hate to sound like an infomercial or whatever, like like salesy, but like I, I've said this other interviews, like I cannot believe how good that bike is from production. And just so people know, like Yamaha doesn't pay me, I don't get any special deal. Um, Rock River is who gave me the bikes. Like I was maybe going to ride for them. Things didn't work out for me to ride for them this year, but like too close to the owner there. Yeah, we have known him a long time, and we still wanted to work together. So. He's just loaning me a couple bikes. I give them back to him after Supercross. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm like paid by Yamaha to say anything, but yeah, I cannot believe how good the bike is the first time I rode it. It's like just the chassis, the way it works, the motor. I mean, I'm sure people have seen, anyone that follows me has seen like photos and stuff from the first couple of races. I went, I got the bikes the day after Christmas. So I think I rode three times before yeah. A1. And like, Literally, I at class on A1 because people couldn't ship me parts because it was Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And I was in Florida, and then everything had to go to California. So I'm like, hey, just bring it to A1. So like, I went press on Friday at A1. And not exaggerating, the only thing on my bike that wasn't like the bike comes off the showroom floor uh-huh. was the handlebars and the left grip. I saw the stock right grip on because we didn't <laughs> want to take off the tube or anything yet. Yeah. And... And suspension is stock suspension just rebound, you know, for Supercross. Yeah. So literally, that's all. I had stock stock it, stock chain, um, literally as stock as you could get, stock pipe, everything for press. Obviously, people brought me stuff, you know, there. But so, like I said, I'm not one of those guys that's like, you know, got on the bike. You know, for a factory team, a lot of times you never ride a stock bike, but you never know what that's like, you know, whatever. So yeah, I mean, my bike is. Pretty much as stock as it could get. Now I've got a recluse clutch in it, got an FMF pipe on it. Been doing some testing with FMF, um, just working on kind of moving the power around because that thing's got, honestly, I, the stock bike with stock mapping, even just how it comes. I'm like, dude, and then, put, and then we put race fuel in it. I was like, dude, because I practice with just pump gas, and I'm like, dude, I almost need to like be 
through that. Like, yeah, yeah. out all that. Yeah. yeah. I cannot believe how good it is. And, yeah, so anyways. Yeah. No, it is, man. Uh, you got a stock exhaust, too. Have you... Have you tried other stuff yeah. and not liked it? Uh, do you like the stock best with the yeah. bo- bottom end and a little bit of throttle response? Yeah, so the stock I felt like just for Supercross gave it a little bit more of that response down low. Yep. Um, with the FMF, it was smoother. I wouldn't want to say it's slow. It just kind of smoothed it out and kind of moved the power more like mid to top. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, just for example, for anyone listening, like, on a Supercross track, think of, like, the length of a stadium, right? Yep. So, if it's a 180 bulk or just a corner, you know, at one end of the stadium, the first jump out of the corner, I was like, mm, I need just a little bit more. I need to get going a little bit quicker. Yep. You know, but then, like, say midway down, you know, the length of the stadium, like through a rhythm, I'm like, holy crap, the bike's too fat. Like, it's, <laughs> it doesn't stop going. Like, I need it to be. And it, that might sound stupid, but like, you got to think, when you're in a rhythm, say a rhythm that's the length of the stadium, yeah. you're not on the ground that much. Right. And once you get out of the corner and you do that first jump, you know, we're tripling or quadding, whatever. And, like, you have to race. Like, I, I'm sure people have seen, like, stuff Barsha has said about, again, he's on Yamaha, how he liked the stock bike because he can ride it more aggressively. Yeah. If you – the bike is so good to begin with that if you do a lot of work to it and you make it faster, like putting the FMF on, it moves that power to the mid – which is where you're kind of riding it once you're midway through, like, the length of the stadium and the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm getting in between jumps, and I'm, like, having to be really kind of hesitant on the gas to, to make sure I don't overjump or underjump you know, for my timing. And I'm like, man, like, the stock one, it doesn't run out of power. It, it, I guess it runs out of power a little bit quicker, and it comes on a little quicker. So for me, it was like, just how I ride, I'm like, I like – that response, and then it's more manageable once I get going because the power kind of flattens out a little bit. Where the FMF was a little more metal off the bottom where I needed a little bit more response, but then once I got going, it was like, holy cow, it's like a little too much. So they worked on some different inserts and some things like that, just easy things. Um, I actually just tested uh, yesterday with a muffler with different inserts and stuff in it, and it was awesome. So I'm, I'm going to be racing with it this weekend. So they've been super good to work with. Like, you know, a lot of companies will be like, hey, the stock does this better. They'd, like, get offensive and be like, yeah. oh, you know, oh, whatever, stock's not better. But I've known George and Little D, the guys at FMF, for a long time. They're awesome. And I just try to give honest feedback you know, to anybody. Like, hey, it doesn't mean your bike is bad. Like, outdoors, for, like, the average person that's just going riding, like, on a local track, that pipe is probably great for 99.9% of people. And even outdoors, for me, it would probably be awesome because that's how you want the power to be. But for Supergrass, just moving it a little bit, you know, from from where it was. So they were awesome. They're like, yeah. hey, no worries. Ride what you're comfortable with. We're going to go work on something and see what we can do to make it better. And for to me, that's just an awesome company, you know, to, to not be offensive and be like, oh, no. You know, our stuff's great. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. And to even be open to me, yeah, ride the stock one for now if you're comfortable with it. We're going to work on making it better for you. And and back when I was on Hondas when the 17 Honda first came out, I did a lot of the testing for FMS on the Honda then um, when they were you know, developing because the bike was all new that year. And, uh, yeah, they've been I mean, just being an older guy, you know, in the class and, and racing. Just those relationships with companies and work with people like that. It's it's nice to work with people like that. So, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Um, 
obviously you plan to do something with Brock Tickle, I think, down the road, but it looks like Tick's going to go yep. to JGR. So how does yep. that affect your program and everything else? Yeah, he left me. So I'm on yeah, out. damn I'm it. Fucking yeah. Brock. Gosh, what kind of friend is he? <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, so Brock, you know, backstory a little bit. Again, I'll talk for everyone. But um, so back in, not, as soon as I knew, hey, I'm not riding for the half Suzuki team again. I'm going to be on my own. Um, I already knew, obviously, Brock was, you know, he's one of my best friends. Yeah. So I already kind of knew he was just putting his own deal together and, you know, knew he didn't really have anything. Um, as far as like a ride goes, he didn't have anything. Yeah. He was putting his own program together. So as soon as I knew that I wasn't doing that, um, I had already kind of knew where I knew where Brock was at with his things. One of the first phone calls I made was to Joe Murphy, the owner of Tyler Oil. You know, he has a few trucks, like the truck I'm using. He has a, he has a semi. I know Chad uh, Reed. You know, he was trying to buy the semi or lease the semi from Joe for Chad that you know for this year. Um, so he's kind of known, you know, within the industry for, you know, he has, I think RCH used one of his trucks at one point, um, stuff like that. So yep. um, I've known Joe probably for probably about six years and super good guy, awesome company. And he was one of the first phone calls I made knowing he's got like one of the, you know, like the shoulder uh, kind of truck, like what I'm using. And I called him, I'm like, Joe, like, hey, I got, you know, I'm doing my own thing. You know, do you have a truck sitting around? He's like, yeah, I have two of them. And uh, of like the truck that I have, and I'm like, well, do you want to sponsor me? You know, let me use, you know, let yeah. me use the truck. Tyler could be, you know, the main, you know, one of the main sponsors at least, and you know, let me use the truck, you know, for yep. for free, you know, that's it, just let me use the truck. And he's like, ah, he's like, I, I have somebody that might want to buy both of them, and I haven't been using them as much the last couple of years. So, but if he doesn't come through, then I'd maybe be interested. So a week or so went by. Um, He's like, hey, I don't think it's going to happen. But then he's like, you know, I could, he was just kind of hesitant to commit to just me doing it. And I already in my back pocket was kind of like, hey, I was going to throw out the Brock thing. Yeah. And at that point, I hadn't even mentioned it to Brock yet. So I'm like, I was like, Joe, what if I could get Brock to do a deal with? And he's like, well, what's the bike be on him? You know, this and that. And I'm like, well, Brock's, I'm like, look, Brock's got his deal pretty much good to go. But Brock doesn't have a way to go to the races. And I was in the same predicament. I'd already talked to Mike Duclos. Um, I knew, for the most part, I knew I was going to be able to get by. So whether it was a Honda, Yamaha, whatever, I had some options. So I'm like, I have pretty much everything figured out for the most part. Brock has everything figured out for the most part. But he is, like, Pirelli, he had a couple options. Like, Pirelli was like, yeah. they were going to take his bike to the race. He's going to pit next to the Pirelli truck. And then I had, like, Rock River was taking my bike. That PRMX, that, like, uh, Cave Clayton, yeah. you know, ride for. Yep. That guy reached out to me. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll hold your bike around for you. And then I'll just pit, you know, kind of on my own. So, literally, Brock was in the same position as I am. So, I mentioned it to Joe. He's like, well, how would it work? And I'm like, well, look, he's got his deal figured out. I got mine figured out. He has some of his own sponsors. You know, I have my own. Some of them are the same, you know, whatever. And so we just kind of went back and forth for a few days. Like, you know, we want to make sure it works for everybody. Yep. And Joe was like, look, if Tyler can be the main sponsor, one of the main sponsors of the two of you, mm-hmm. that's where it would make sense for me to kind of, it's Tyler supporting us doing our own deals out of the same truck. So kind of different, you know. Yep. Than what most people would normally do. Yep. But I think it works, you know, for me and Brock being good friends. So 
that's how it came about. We had a bunch of conference calls, like three-way calls, make sure everyone's on the same page. Needless to say, we've all done this long enough that it got brought up. You know, what if one of us gets hurt? What if one of us gets a filling ride? You know, whatever. You know, they're all good possibilities. Yeah. And so we pretty much were open about that. And we were all like, you know what? We're doing this. If one of those things happens, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out as a team. You know, even though we're not particularly a team, the three of us, you know, me, Brock, and Joe, are a team, you know, for the most part, and, and doing that. So we're like, look, we'll figure it out when it, when it happens. And as soon as Savaggi was out and then Norman was out, and I like, you know, Jimmy D, but he wasn't getting the best results. for him. It was only yeah. a few races anyways. I'm like, gosh, J.J. going to be going broke. I just I know it's going to happen. <laughs> so before A2, I think it was A2, um, I was staying at Brock's house like when I come to California because I don't yeah. have my place out here anymore. Um, I was staying at his house, and he's like, hey. He's like, yeah, Jerry called me. And I'm like, I figured they would. Yeah. And uh, he's like, but I told him no. And I'm like, really? I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a bad deal, but he's like, I couldn't keep my gear stuff. And, you know, he has a pretty good deal with FXR, and he already yep. did them. You know, I think a couple-year deal in a while ago. And like he said, for them to commit to him, you know, in the situation he was in and going through, you know, he didn't really want to bail out on them before it started. So he's like, yeah, I told him no. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then the next week, I think, yeah, it was the next week that Freddie had to get surgery and all that. I'm like, yeah. dude, they're going to do something. They've got, they can't yeah, just yeah, yeah. somebody. And Brock called me the next week, and he's like, about a week later, and he's like, hey, and he told me that when he told him no, or when he told me that he told him no, he told me, like, what he countered them with yeah. to make the deal work. And, you know, at that point, they had told him no. Um, and then when he called me back, he's like, hey, they, they did what I asked them to do. You know, whatever. And, yeah, let, and him, again, let him keep his gear. Yeah, let him keep yeah, his gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, good for you. You know, whatever. obviously I'm, I'm bummed. I told him, like, I'm bummed. And he was too. You know, whatever, for the most part. Because, like I said, we're good friends. I think it would have been fun, you know, low pressure and, you know, just go out and have fun and do our deal and, right. and try to get a factory, you know, get back on a good team or whatever. So that's kind of the goal for both of us anyways, if it presented itself. You know, we were happy doing it, what we were doing, and I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Yep. But like I told him, if JGR called me or another team called me and the deal was good, yeah. I would want to go do it. So what am I to say? Yep. You know, hey, that, I'm not to be mad at him for doing <laughs> it or whatever. So, yeah. no, it's good for him. And, uh, for me, um, we are looking at me and Brock were even looking at maybe having a third guy, like a 250 guy on the East Coast or something like that, just to kind of pitch in with some of the expenses yep. that we were splitting. Mm-hmm. So we had already kind of talked about that and talked with a few people, but nothing for sure. So for me now, um, as of now, uh, me and Joe, you know, from Tyler talked a little bit, we're pretty much good good with what I'm doing, if, even if it's just me. Uh, but we would, even Joe would, like to get another guy just to have another guy, even if they're doing their own deal. Yep. You know, Tyler would be the only stipulation, you know, whatever. So I just felt like Ben LeMay, uh, we had talked with him a little bit, but then I think, I don't know if it's been announced yet, but I think he's yeah. going to fill in ride on, you know, Boston. I don't want to say it if I'm not supposed to. No, he, yeah, he'll be, he'll be on a 450. He'll be on a 450 yeah, for the show. Honda, you know, FXR yeah. Honda so, team, yeah. Yep, yep. So, so I reached out to him. He was actually really interested. He talked to Joe, maybe he talked to Joe, before the Honda team thing came about. So he was actually a, was maybe going to do it, and then that deal came up, you know, which was better for him. So, yeah, we're 
we're, we're looking maybe for like maybe a 250 East Coast guy or something like that. If it if it works out, it makes sense. Right. Um, if not, I'm going to keep working away at what I'm doing. So. Um, Ricky Fowler, uh, golfer guy, your buddy. Uh, he's been a part of yeah. your program for a number of years. He's still on board. I can yeah. I see still helping out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, they're they're awesome. Uh, he didn't get to come because he was playing in Palm Springs, so he didn't yeah. come over for the race. But yeah, mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law. Um, is, he has two nephews now. His sister has a couple kids. Uh, they're all at eight two, and uh, hung out for a bit. So yeah, just they're. I always say like he's super cool. Obviously, your buddies with him, but the whole family. Like Brittany's good friends with his sister. I'm good friends with her husband and and Ricky's dad. His dad is like. The biggest fan of the sport. Like, oh, really? If, oh, that's if, cool. If he had to pick, and his dad rides all the time. Like, I think he's got a KTM now these days. His dad rides all the time, mountain bikes. He's got like trials bikes. They have some land, you know, out in uh, in Marietta, you know, like where he grew up. And yep. His dad's super into moto. Like I said, it, I don't want to say more than golf, but like he gets just as bumped to go to like a super golf race. Too much of fun. Nice. Whatever, nice. So, just a super, yeah, you know, super awesome family. Uh, good people and yeah, good good friends and yeah, so it's definitely definitely cool to have him a part of the program. I'd like so. to do a podcast with him. Hook it up, Cheers. Tell him. I know yeah, we need to, we need to make it happen. He's slightly busy, on, but yeah, yeah. Dude, their their schedule is crazy. Like we always think, you know, we're busy. Yeah, we are. But like in in the sense, they have it better. Obviously, golfers make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yeah. a PGA Tour player, but like their schedule. The way that it you know, works, like, they can kind of pick and choose. Like, they don't have to go to every tournament every right. weekend. Because there's a golf tournament every weekend all this whole year. So, like, the way their playoff system and the point system works for, like, what they do now, like, they don't have to play every week. Right. So they can kind of pick and choose. So it would be like us being like, all right, there's 17 supercrosses. I'm going to do these 12, <laughs> you know, that I want to do. Yeah. Or I'm going to do these, you know, these eight or nine, and that'll get me into the playoff for the last three races, you know, whatever. Like, that's kind of like how theirs is, but they do it all basically all year. Yeah. You know, all that. So, but I will say that they can't pick and choose. Like, hey, I want to take a couple weeks off. They do it, you know, whatever. They can pick which golf course they like better. But, dude, when they go to a tournament, you know, like, they're there, like, I think on a Tuesday for, like, a practice round. Wednesday is, like, a pro-am or whatever. Thursday they're playing. You know, it's Friday they're playing. If they make the cut, then they're playing Saturday, they're playing Sunday. If they play the next weekend tournament as well, they literally go right to the next tournament. They're there Monday, practice on Tuesday, program Wednesday, a tournament Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, you know, they get three in a row. Dude, they might not even go home when they're home for two days. Yeah. You know, so yeah. their schedule's pretty busy. Obviously, wow. what they do is a little I'll- less. Yeah, let's let's yeah, not let's not pull, let's not pull yeah. one out for them. They're they're fine. They'll no, st- <laughs> I know. I know. Dude. Even if it was just as hard, dude, uh, they're not going to. Side of things, they're good. They're not in danger no, of tearing an ACL every time yes, they hit the course. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but no, they're busy. Yeah. You know, whatever. They're yeah. not like they're just sitting around. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Remind me. We'll have to get him. We'll have to make it happen. Yeah. See when he can do it. We'll get him on. Absolutely. Uh, were you surprised uh, to not be back at Hep for for this year for 2020? Were you? Uh, a little surprised. I thought you rode pretty well. Obviously, they, you know, that Max is a big signing for those guys, and uh, he should yeah. do really well outdoors. But were you surprised to? Uh, I mean, they they replaced you with Cunningham, who is like yeah. literally the same guy almost as you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I don't want to get into it too much, but like, basically, I mean, I'll, I'll get into it. Like, I don't care, mm-hmm. whatever. But like, 
and I'm, I'll preface it with I'm not trying to talk crap on anyone or whatever. I, and I'll also start it with I really enjoyed writing for them last year. I wanted and proposed, and they I thought was going to happen. I wanted to do, you know, just, it, you know, they were only a Supercross team you know, last year, and I had told them, and this had nothing to do with whether I was there or not because I would have done outdoors, but I wanted, I enjoyed it enough and just whatever that I wanted to do a two-year deal, mm-hmm. like finish out the year and then do a two-year deal, and then at that point I would be 34, and I would say, okay, do I want to race anymore or am I going to be done racing? Yep. You know, I was like, I, I enjoyed it, like, Dustin didn't. I wasn't maybe even as close with Dustin as I was with Aaron, your dad. Yep. Like, and my dad, my dad came to like almost every race. So like Friday night, Saturday after the races, like we literally went to dinner every time. Like, it wasn't like Genova, like little concepts like team dinner mandatory. Yeah. Was, like we just went and hung out. Like we just wanted to go. Hey, where are we going to dinner? Right. Let's hang out. Let's do this. So like that's why I say like. When you vote for a lot of teams, like sometimes, you know how it is, you write, you're work for a team, ride for a team, you show up, do your job, you go home. Like, you don't hang out, you know, whatever. And, like, to me, I like to, I love what I do, so I want to hang out. I want, I want to want to hang out with the people I work with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. So I, I wanted to be there a couple more years, maybe finish out my career there, you know, if I had just raced a couple more years, or even one more year. So, I really wanted to be there. Um, I wasn't making a ton of money, but it was enough to make me happy and like what I'm doing and like where I was. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So that was my feelings about the whole thing going into whether or not I would be there, right? So back in April last year, so still during Supercross last year, we had already been talking about me being there for the next year. We were all interested, all wanted to do it. Before the New Jersey Supercross, Dustin and Aaron were like, hey, um, don't make plans Friday. Let's sit down with a meeting. We're going to talk you know, more about next year. So we kind of like, we're all on the same page. We had plans to like test over the summer. Um, since we were doing outdoors, be super ready for Super Cross. And I had already been giving them feedback. Every weekend towards the end, it was like, that's where the bike needs to be better here. This is suspension, this motor. We, had, we were already like, making plans of, like, stuff to test. Clark Jones, which was our suspension guy, he kind of took over as crew chief. I kind of helped getting him on the team, you know, because he wasn't going to be there until I kind of, you know, told them I feel like he'd be a good addition to the team. And that's one thing. They were good about listening to me and what I felt could make the team better because they were a new team. They'd only been around for a year. Um, And no offense, but, like, Dustin never rode for a big team or anything like that at that experience. So they were good about listening to me, you know, and and so back then in April, we had already planned like what we were gonna work on to make the bike better and all that. And, you know, needless to say, the summer went by. I did a couple you know, for JGR, did Red Butt on my own, just did a couple races and yep. I'm like, Hey, like are we gonna do something? And it was, Oh, we're waiting on this, we're waiting on this and it just drug out. It got to be like September and I'm like, dude, what's the deal? And they're like we're waiting with Suzuki. We can't get our deal there. We're still waiting with Suzuki. I'm like, okay, well, like, you know what we did this year. You're saying you're going to get at least what you got this year from Suzuki. So, like, 
why can't we get my deal done? Let's, let's, I, I didn't even ask for more, more money, which wasn't a lot to begin with. I'm like, let's just do the same deal. Like, let's yeah. do it again. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but we, we want to get our deals done first. I'm like, okay. So October comes, and it's like, hey, like literally like maybe a week and a half before Monster Cup. And I'm like, it's already into October. And I'm like, what's the deal? What's the deal? No answer, no answers. And I'm like, like, what's going on? And then they're like, hey, are you going to do Monster Cup? And I'm like, are you guys doing Monster Cup? Like, <laughs> you, like, like, at that point, it was going to be like, you know, call and then don't even get an answer. And it's like five days later and you get an answer. And the answer is still, oh, we don't know, we don't know. And I'm like, dude, like, come on, you know, whatever. Right. So then I'm like, look, I'm not doing Monster Cup. I told them on the Friday, you know, eight days before Monster Cup, I told them, like, look, I'm not doing it. You guys, if you guys don't want to spend the time, to prepare and be ready and task and do everything. I didn't even have Supercross suspension to ride with. Yeah. You know, I'm in Florida. And I'm like, if you guys don't want to put the time in, why should I just show up and go do good or look good or do bad? Yeah, either it's one. It's right. bad on me. Yeah. You know, like, were you, were you guys, like, why should I come there if you guys don't want to put in the work? So I told them, look, I'm not racing. I said, I'll come. I'll sign autographs. If you want to have my contract ready, I'll come sign it. I'll come. If you're not my contact, if you're not my contact I'll come race. If you want to do it, I'm like. Yeah. Otherwise, why should I come race for you for nothing? For that race for free, if you're not committed to me for next year, like I'd rather not race. So that was on Friday, eight days before, because that's how things had gone up to that point. And I'm like, and they were like, okay, you know, and me, the racer, and me over the weekend. I'm like, I want to race, and I'm like. <laughs> I, I do want to ride for them next year. I don't want to piss them off. What if I don't race them? They're like, oh, screw you. And I'm like, think about it over the weekend. I didn't even tell them yet. Monday, or over the weekend, I had my local suspension guy put my setting back in because he had it from when he switched my stuff over to Outdoors. Uh-huh. He, you know, had my Supercross setting. So I had him do suspension over the weekend after I just told them that. And I'm like, I'm going to just ride Monday, see how I feel you know, and whatever. And if I feel good, then maybe I'll race. So I rode Monday, and then I called them. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll come race. I said, but I'm going to ride two days and then come race. I hadn't ridden the motorcycle in like two months. Yeah. Because I was fixing up my house and, you know, whatever. Right. So I'm like, look, I'm going to ride two days, you know, come race. I said, but, like, I just so you know, like, I'm not ready. I'm not whatever. And they knew, you know, whatever. It's one race. So I'm like, okay. You know, they kind of sold me on look, if you come, we can talk more, and we can figure some stuff out. And I'm like, okay, I'll come. So I literally about two days, I don't remember if I were press, race, I did this, this, I think I got 12 or whatever. You know, yeah. And uh, literally nothing got done. You know, like there was no new info. Um, but they did say, look, in like two weeks, we might need to come out to start testing. Like, we think we don't want you to come out. I'm like, okay, but I'm not coming to test if I'm not going to be on the team. They're like, yeah. no, I think we'll be good. Yeah, they're just playing for like two weeks from now. You're not next week for the following week. And I'm like, okay. And I already know about Max. And it was supposed to be Max, me, and and Adam. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. So I go back. The week goes by, and they're like, hey, um, we're gonna have uh, Davalos come ride the bike. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And at that point, Max wasn't for sure either. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So what's that mean for me? So Aaron told me. Not to my face, but on the phone, you know, uh, talking on the phone. He said, "Look, if if Mar- their excuse, by the way, was 
you know, JGR is losing support from Suzuki, so they're going to get way more from Suzuki. So then Suzuki's going to be more involved, and Suzuki's going to tell them who has to be on the team. And so that's the excuse from around October time that I was starting to be told. Mm-hmm. So I told them, I'm like, look, if that's the case, Suzuki needs you, right? If JGR's at that point maybe not racing or scaling down, Suzuki's telling you that because they need a team out there, right? Yeah. So you have the power to tell them, well, look, we'll take more support, but we want Kyle on the team, and then we'll have whoever else you want. So I'm like, if you guys want me on the team, you can have me on the team. Like, it's not up to Suzuki. It's up to you. Suzuki needs you. Sure, if Suzuki says, hey, we'll get the 500 grand, of course they're going to go. I'm not saying that was a number, but, like, yeah. if Suzuki says, hey, we'll get the 500 grand, of course they're going to go, oh, yeah, whatever whatever we need to do for that, we'll do it. Yeah. You know, whoever you want. That's what somebody like that's going to say. But, really, if Suzuki was willing to do something like that, clearly they need that team out there. So, like, they do have the power to be like, well, look, We'll take that support. We want to do that for you, but we also want this guy on the team. Yeah. Suzuki's, why would Suzuki be like, no, you know, like, <laughs> whatever. And they have three guys. I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, if you guys want me on the team, you're going to have me like, it, you know, It's up to you guys. It's not up to anyone else. Yeah. It's your team. So that's what I was going to be told the whole time. So back to after Monster Cup. So they told me, like, Max is already out there to ride the bike. Mark, and they're like, hey, look, Martin's going to come ride the bike. And I'm like, okay. So what's the deal then? Because I already knew Adam was going to be staying there, and there was a good chance Max would be there. So then it was going to be me. And then like, okay, hey, Martin's coming around the bike, and I'm like, okay. And then like, listen, if Martin, Aaron told me, if Martin doesn't do this deal, you're the you're the guy that we're going to have. He's like, you're next on the list. You're ahead of everybody. Word for word, you're ahead of Boss. You're ahead of anybody else that that could be available. So if Martin doesn't do it, it's you, right? And he also backed that up with, if Martin does do it, we'll give you bikes, parts, do the motors, take your bikes to the races for you. You can just pit behind us or next to us. And Aaron's like, Kyle, it might be a better deal for you because then you can do all your own sponsors and do your own gear. You know, because, like, I don't know anyone with them. Like, they paid me less money than I could have got for my gear deal. So I'm like, look, I'll ride for you for free. Just let me keep my gear deals. That was before I wrote for them, and it didn't work out. So Aaron kind of knew what I got for my gear deals. So he's like, look, you might be better off doing that anyways because you can do your own gear deal. So we'll give you bikes, parts, gear, motors, maintenance. All you would have to do is get yourself to the races. And I'm like, well, shoot, yeah, that's a good backup plan, but I'd rather just be on the team and I have you know, more work to do. But I'm like, that's a good backup plan. So at least at that point in October, that was like, okay, at least I know I'm good, right? So... Martin rides a bike, doesn't do the deal. A week later, I get told that, and I'm like, okay, so are we going to go then? Well, we're going to have Benny Blossom. <laughs> Keep in mind, he just told me a week earlier that I'm specifically, the only name he mentioned when he said I'm ahead of everybody on the list was Benny Blossom. <laughs> I like Benny, friends with him, you know, Yeah. It's Benny's going to come ride the bike. And I'm like, really? But again, I was assured if that happens, I can, they're still going to do what they said, take my bike, give me bikes, you know, whatever, all the stuff I need. I can do my own deals, and they'll take them to the races for me. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Just go to this. I'm like, whatever. I'm friends with Benny, so I'm talking to Benny while he's out there, and he's like, yeah, because he had already run a Yamaha before I went out there. And he's like, yeah, 
the Yamaha was better, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So he didn't like it. They do a deal. You know, Bethlehem didn't do it. So I'm like, Aaron calls me like that next, you know, a few days later when I already knew Benny was. Aaron didn't know this, but I already knew Benny wasn't doing the deal. Yeah. So Aaron yeah. calls me and he's like, look, what would it take to have you on the team? Because I had my own helmet deal. And again, my helmet company pays me more than what the team paid me. You know, they, it wasn't that great of a deal to begin with. But it was enough, and I liked it, like where it was. So I'm like, he's like, what would it take for you to be on the team? So at that point, I already knew, why would he be asking me that if Benny Boss is out there and going to be on the team? So Martin said no. Benny said no. And I'm like, I'm like, look, Aaron, you know what you paid me this year. You know what my helmet deal was. So basically, you know what my package deal was. We need to be... Why should I take a pay cut at all? Like, like, and keep in mind, when I signed with them the year before, I was coming off of ACL surgery, and I had like three weeks to ride before A1, coming off of being off the bike for five months on a new bike, a new team. So, like, if you signed me then, what did I do over the course of the series riding for you that would make me ride for less money? You know, like, I got but yeah, between 10th and 15th every weekend for, like, half yeah. the series. You know, whatever. So, like, why? And for that, for the pay that they paid me, I'm like, that's, I should be asking for a pay raise, you know, whatever, from, from what it was. So, I'm like, why should I take any less money? He's like, well, look, you just can't have the helmet deal. And I had a two-year helmet deal, and he knew that going in. So, I'm like, look, if I was to get out of my helmet deal, are you going to make up for that money? Yeah. And they're like, we we could get close, but needless to say, they could never get to the point of what my package deal was, like what they paid me and like what my personal deals were um, when, when I wrote for them in 2019. They couldn't get to it. But I still said, look, I'll take the pay cut. I'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I said, I'll do it. I didn't get an answer. He said, think about it and let me know later tonight. Give me a text with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So... Later that night, I talked to my dad, talked to my wife. I'm like, look, should I just do it? Like, how many more years am I raising? It's, you know, it's a little bit less money, but who cares? You know, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I text him that night, thumbs up, right? He says, I'll call you tomorrow. I got no call the next day. <laughs> now, the next day after that, after I just agreed to ask for less money, right? And other people are turning them down. So, you know, so I text, thumbs up, call you tomorrow, no call the next day. The next day... I'm on my way home from riding. It's 2 o'clock my time, so 11 o'clock their time. I'm like, hey, what's the deal? And I, I, you know, told me. And he says, I'll call you later tonight. Get a call later that night, so two days later. And he's like, just kind of, I talk to Aaron all the time, and he kind of just sounded like, not depressed, but like, not like, happy go like, like how we go yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, um, Cunningham, you know, he'll ride for free for just bonuses, and Suzuki likes him. So I think we're going to go with Cunningham unless you can do that same deal. And I'm like, you know what? And then he backed that up with, um, so, you know, I think you should just call Wheeler, you know, from Suzuki. Yeah, Chris Wheeler. And see if he can help, and see if he can help you with some bikes. And I'm like, so now you're telling me, and keep in mind, this is like a week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're in the middle of November. And I'm like, so you're telling me that, now, like, just two days ago, you agreed to pay me something, yeah. if not even as much as I'm going to for you for. And you said, we're good to go. If I'm good, we're good, just text me a thumbs up, and we'll get working on it. And I did that. So not only that, then you also, for the last two months, 
that said, if a deal doesn't work out, that you're still going to provide bikes, yeah. parts, take them to the races, do the motors, right. all that stuff. So now you're also telling me I need to call and get bikes myself and just do everything on my own. I'm like, so it's, for me, it was just how to handle it. If they had just told me two months before, look, I don't think we're going to be able to do anything. And to be fair, they did say, hey, keep your options open. But they also backed it up with, we want you on the team, and if you're not on the team, this is what we can do. Yeah. But if somebody offers you something, you know, don't say no. So I'm like, so to be fair, that I was told that. But still, I was also let on, like, if it doesn't work out to be on the team, they're still going to do this, this, and this. And it came down to the middle, almost Thanksgiving, of they're not doing anything. And just... Well, it, it, just the way that it went yeah. down, it just wasn't cool to me. It didn't leave me in a good position. So that that's happens. What left yeah. Me in that, yeah, and again, it's not the first time it's happened to me. Um, hopefully, it's the last time. As old as I am, racing, you know whatever. So hopefully, it's the last time. But you know, it's it it could be worse or whatever. Just yeah. It, for me, I was more bummed. It's like like I just prefaced that whole story with is I enjoyed going to the races when I rode for them last year. I wasn't making a huge paycheck, nothing like that, but it was enough to, because it, I made up for it because I was like happy being there, had a good time. Yeah, that's a big part you of know, it, I, for sure. Yep. You know, I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like I was miserable in making it. A-Ray and Seven you know, Deuce like, running around. Yeah, we yeah. all got along. Like, we all got along. It, it was a good group of people, and we all had fun, but we worked hard, and I felt like the team elevated from when I got there to the end, not to like to my own horn, but like I said, they were good about listening to me, and I felt like the team went from, and I feel, if they're being honest, I think they would admit, the team went from where that was to a, a higher level. You know, I was kind of like, also, they were like, you know, I kind of helped you guys, guys, you tell you what to work on to make the bike better, like, I'm sure that's what they did to the bike, uh-huh. you know, no offense to A-Ray or, or Adam, but like, those guys admittedly were like, yeah. yeah, let Kyle test it. Like, let Kyle, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, I felt like I helped them grow as a team, and I kind of grew, we kind of grew together. So, for me, it was just more of a bummer to not, like, kind of just continue that. Like I said, it wasn't like I lost a bunch of money, but just to not, you know, just to not keep working at it. I was just as much bummed as I was going to mad at how it all kind of went down. Yeah. So, it is one of those yeah. in the past, and I still talk with Aaron and stuff like that, but just kind of a bummer that it didn't get to keep going. Well, yeah, I mean, look, and if you're telling the truth, and I'm sure you are, that's how it happened, then yeah, it sucks, man. Because we all, and listen, as a mechanic uh, for 12 years, I was in that position a lot where where teams are, I'm like, do I have the job? Just wait, just wait. And I'm like, just look, dude, if if you are, no problem, just tell me I'll move on. Like, just don't string me along. You need time. So when I got down to it back you know, got to, like, after Monster Cup, I would say, I was like, look, you guys, I have to know something, because if not, that's fine, but I have to have time to move on. Like, even, like, get, like, let's say, like, when it was November, and I still had, I thought I had the possibility of them not riding for them, but them providing the bikes and taking them and all that, like what the plan B was. At that point, I'm telling those guys, I'm like, look, if we're going to go that route, I need to know because I need to talk to the gear people to get a gear deal done. Because if I don't, they're not going to have any budget left. So I'm not going to get money for gear. So I'm like, even at that point, I was like, look, I got to know. I got to know. Like, just tell me yes or no so I can move on and start, you know, looking. You know, or start really putting something together. Because, yeah. again, like I said, to be fair, they said to keep my options open. But, dude, you yeah. and I both know. <laughs> 
there are no options. Like there is no other. There's there's not that many good teams to ride for. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm not going to be on a good enough team, I'd rather do it on my own. It goes forward. That's why I'm talking to you today, doing my own deal. Yeah. You know, because if it's not going to be a, a good enough deal, I'd rather do something on my own. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly, right? And you, you've got enough connections. You've got everything going on. You're a respected guy in the industry. And putting together yeah. your own deal, um, you know, you can do it. Yeah. You can make it work. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Blue Crew, man, makes it easy. Ah, Blue Crew. Um, <laughs> FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life, number 112 with Kyle Chisholm. Brought to you by Firepower, Namira, and Maxis all on board with us, of course. Firepower, batteries, and changes. So I think I hooked that up for you, didn't I? Is, is that... Yeah, you might have. Yeah, so how's that working I out for you? You and or Kiefer. Kiefer helped me a bunch, too. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. Like, dude, those guys, I didn't really know anyone there. Yeah, it was, it was you or Kiefer that, that hooked me up with that. And, um, dude, awesome. Like, James, I'm using the chains and the batteries. And, dude, I cannot believe how light the battery like, I have went from Kickstarter. I upgraded my life to yeah. electric start life. They so have, yeah, like, how light the battery is and and, uh, and just all that in the chains. Like, I'm super, like, especially in Supercross. So, for me, super picky about, like, a chain. Like, I want to run a good chain. Yeah. Yes, especially in Supercross. Obviously, no matter what. Yeah. But, you know, Supercross is important. There's no yeah. room for error, you know, whatever. So, it's never good if that, if that happens. And, dude, for me, they sent me some product, and I tried it, and I'm like, I had, and just so you know, just, you know, whatever, just to put it out there, I had other options, you know, of stuff that I could have used for the same type of deal, you know, as I could have done. And, um, man, they just were kind of, I guess, eager, is a, a word, like, to work with me. And, you know, it's, it's just always nice to have a company that, like, wants to work with you, no matter, not saying it's a small deal, but, like, Batteries and chains. They're not yeah. sexy. It's not like gear, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's not like a sexy deal. It's batteries and chains. But it's like to have a company that like wants to work with you, it's just nice to have that. You know, have a, even if it's just batteries and chains, like they're important things, but it's not like a cool thing. You know what I mean? Right. But still, yeah. to have someone that wants to work with you and like, and stuff like that, it, it, it's cool. Like, so yeah. And so for me, to be running the chain, like, uh, for me, that's just a testament in and of itself. You know, whatever. it's good enough for me, that would not be good enough for you know, right. somebody else. So, no, no, bump to, bump to be working with those guys. Um, we were talking the other weekend, uh, your buddy, your ex-teammate, your friend, Stu, he's back, yeah. dude. He's coming back yeah. out. He's coming out of the... the the whole he's doing these videos. Uh, James Stu is, is is he's coming back, Chiz. He is. It's nice to see him back. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like I mean, you know, gosh, me and him have been friends since I was probably eight years old. Yeah. Um, our my, our dads grew up like friends riding together in Date City, you know, locally for fun. So we've we've been riding together, friends. Our parents were friends. Yeah. You know, before since we were on Peewees, you know, Peewees and sixties and stuff. So. Gosh, so I've known him forever, and you know, I haven't talked to him as much the last couple of years since he's kind of been away, just like he's been like kind of with everybody. Yeah, um, just talking to him here and there, and uh, but I think maybe you know he just needed to go through, through some things and kind of kind of figure some things out and all that. Yeah. So for me personally, knowing somebody since we were kids to now, I'm just happy to see him back. You know, in front of the camera and talking in, in front of the public. And stuff like that. You know, he's everybody knows that's you know, seen his career like always super like good interviews and personable and you know, super cool guy. So I think he just 
you know, kind of looking at that time, you know, maybe. I don't want to speak for him, obviously, but, like, yeah. you know, it, it can't be anything going through, like, deciding, are you retired? Are you going to be done yeah. retiring? And then, especially somebody at this level, like, the pressure and, well, I, like, he's got to win. And just, like, if he doesn't, he's worthless. Like, that's probably what he feels. You know, yeah, he's or like, I, I was even thinking, like, he, I was even thinking, like, he must have, he might have been embarrassed his last couple of years, you know? Yeah, you like, know, like, yeah, where it's just not yourself and, you know, whatever. It's like, it's it's tough, you know. It's yeah, it's, it's going through something, just life, you know. It's not you know, we're dirt bikes, we're also people, you know, whatever. So yeah, yeah. for me, I'm about to see back doing it. Yeah, I, I know I told you a little bit, and I don't have really any more to share yet. But uh, he was kind of maybe wanting to work on some things, and had a couple of ideas of things he wants to do just within the sport. So right. I'm kind of hoping, you know, once I get things kind of settled. Um, I'm in California right now. I'll go back to Florida, obviously, next week, you know, especially since we'll be on the East Coast, uh, East Coast swing of things. So, uh, we're kind of trying to meet up and we're in kind of some things of some plans that he wants to do uh-huh. and, uh, kind of work on something together and, and see what we can That'd do. That'd be awesome. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll have something to say here pretty soon. Who's a better golfer? I haven't golfed with him lately. We just, yeah, I've been talking and stuff, so I haven't been to the golf course. But when's it, okay? Yeah, but when you golf together, who was the better golfer? Uh, so back when we golfed, I wasn't into golf as much. Oh, okay, was, all right. So he beat me. So he, he says he's going to beat me now, but I think I, I haven't golfed very much lately, having kids and all that. And yeah, yeah. Do the deal, obviously. I, I don't get to golf as much as I would like to, but see, if I'm not in the outdoors. Like, I don't plan to have them now unless somebody comes to write to me a big check to go here outdoors. If I don't, I think that's where our plans are going to look, you know, aiming towards that time. And I'm hoping we can do a lot more golfing. Mm-hmm. So I've been on his ass. So hopefully he listens to this. I'm coming for him, you know, on the golf course. <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, cheers. Thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Privateer Hero out there doing it on your own. Uh, so Privateer Island Podcast is perfect for you. Uh, yep. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension. Namira, Firepower, and Maxis all on board with us. Uh, good luck uh, going forward. Uh, how's your Pulp Max Fantasy team doing? Dude, I've forgotten two weeks. At Oakland last weekend, I, I think I tweeted this. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. I'm, I saw him. Like so, I'm also in like a my cousin set up, you know, like a private league or whatever it is, right? Right. We don't play for money or anything. But it's just like my brother, cousin, Brittany, my brother's girlfriend, cousin, like people like that, just family and friends. And so I like I want to win that. Is my I, I was the outdoor champion in our league um, for Pullman Max, uh-huh. you know, ever with them. So like I want to win, and. uh in Oakland, I had an issue with the bike, you know, throughout the day, whatever, with the electrical problem. So I was dealing with that all day. Got there, I got through last practice. My friend had to take a breather, eat some food. My wife flew in because it was her birthday. So she got there, and I'm like, you know, whatever. And I'd go down for the heat race, and I would watch the 250, you know, start. And I'm literally, I get down there, I'm, you know, standing down there staging, and the 250 first heat race is on the gate. And they're about to start up, and I'm like, Fuck, I forgot to put my pics in. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to find my dad, and I couldn't get the app downloaded on his phone in London before they took off, you know, before 7 or 6 or whatever, whatever the time was different that weekend. Right, yeah. And I couldn't get logged yeah. in to do my freaking pics. I was so mad. Oh. So, yeah, that's priorities on race day. If, if that ever happens, you can text me 
and okay, uh, you know, if it's before the if it's before, before the cutoff, I can get them added yeah. in. You know, yeah, um, man, I know I because know. We'll, we'll give you some circumstances, like you're you're on the gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll give we'll cut you some slack if you as long as you get yeah. your picks before the before the, for the first gate drop. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that was my priority on race day. But hey. Yeah, it went to work because I made it out of the heat race. And yeah, the main. yeah, so, and then uh, and yeah. then you were out, and then they, the, these guys thought you were easy pickings, but you were, you're not. You're not. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, back here, you're talking about anyway, trying to catch me there at the beginning. Yeah, he was throwing the wheel in there for a few corners at the beginning. He was. I saw the green fender coming in there, and I think I passed him like right at the beginning, maybe. Yeah, like first couple turns. So I knew he was right there, and uh, yeah, I kept seeing the green fender there for a couple laps, and then. I didn't see it anymore. After no, that. no, no. Bring it, bring it, anyway. He's still schooling these guys, Jizz. No problem. Still doing it. <laughs> hey, I, I like that. Really, really. That's, that Oakland was my tenth day on the bike. Yeah. You know, like I said, I had three days race day one. Rode one day went to Germany. Rode one day, and then I crashed today too. And then I was out for <laughs> a couple weeks. And rode one day with Oakland. So yeah, that. that I think this will be my like 12th or 13th day this weekend on the on the outlook. I won't yeah. tell him that. He'll get depressed. He'll get really yeah. depressed. Yeah, no, I, I told him. I told him. I told oh, okay, him. nice. <laughs> hey, I, before A1, I also showed him, because in my notes I have, like, you know, like each day I rode, like on my calendar. Right. right. I showed him how many days of Supercross I've ridden since Redbud. Actually, how many days of riding I've rode since Redbud. I showed him that before he won, and he was oh, He's so angry. <laughs> he made a comment because you know, he didn't make the main A1. Right. And I did. And he walked by the pits after the heat. Or they did it after the heat or after the main. It was, it was, it was after the heat race. Yeah. You know, after the LCQ. And he walked by before the main event, and he goes, I think he said something like, only mother effer. That can ride three times and on a stock bike and make it main. <laughs> like, nice. You know, just give me a Yeah, time. yeah, for sure. No, I like it. I like uh, it. Um, yeah. Well, thanks, Jizz. Thanks for the time. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, I know we've been trying to make this work all week. You've been busy. I've been yeah. busy. So yeah. uh, I'm glad we did it. I'll see you this weekend in San Diego. All right, man? Yep. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks, Jizz. See ya. Okay. See ya.